Hey, hey, we're Monkeying Around, a podcast about the monkeys. I'm Veronica Daschle, and today I'm monkeying around with Elaine Sweatman. Hello. And Charles Kelso. Hi. And we're talking about the monkeys. All right, Chuck, so what's been happening in the world of the monkeys? Uh, the big news right now is that 7A Records has announced that they're releasing the 50th anniversary edition of Michael Nesmus, and the hits just keep on coming. That's uh, going to be awesome. Yeah. It says the 1972 album has been remastered and expanded with bonus tracks. The CD edition comes with a 28-page color booklet featuring extensive liner notes and previously unpublished photos. Ooh. And then the vinyl edition comes with a gatefold sleeve and is pressed on 180-gram honey-colored vinyl. Ooh. That's coming May 13th. Nice. Yeah. So we need both of those. Yes. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll be getting both. Yes. Yeah, and as this episode's coming out, the Dolan Sings Nesmith uh, EP would have just recently come out. And yeah, we got this to look forward to. And then Glenn Gretland said there's two more releases coming this year. And he, he indicated that it's uh, something from Davey and something from Peter, assuming that they're oh. able to get all the manufacturing done in time for the end of the year. So oh, that's exciting. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. Something from each each of the monkeys in, a, in yeah. 2022 is pretty thrilling. Yeah, it is. All right. So this week we are talking about favorites. Um, and we're going to start off with favorite uh, monkeys episode. Um, so, Elaine, what's your favorite monkeys episode? Well, I had to break it down season one and season two. <laughs> because <laughs> it's hard for me to pick up. I think my absolute favorite episode is the fairy tale episode. Once upon a time in the little village of Avon on Calling, there were four young men. Because okay. it's stupid. Um, <laughs> I like the cardboard cutout, like paper doll look of it. Um and it's the one time I think we really see Mike just being silly, just, <laughs> just like he, because a lot of times in episodes, he's always, yeah, like, he's, he's supposed he, to be he's the, the somber he's a serious one, that, one and the leader and, yeah, and the responsible and, adult yep. and all of that. And so it's just funny to see him like just going gaga over the princess and how gorgeous <laughs> that princess is. Oh, wow, what a great looking chick. And, I, and, and the joke is that it's him right, yeah. playing the princess, so he's in love with himself, but it just, you know, help me, help me. I, <laughs> the princess, he's just hysterical. Yeah. But I do also have a couple other favorites. I do like the haunted house one, monkeys, the mm. monkey die. I don't know why I like that one. <laughs> just, it always sticks out of my head. And then I also like there was one called um, Monkey Mind Their Manor and they're in England yeah. and they have to help with the fair. And that may be because I love British TV shows. And so mm. it just kind of makes me feel like I'm watching <laughs> an old British TV show. But right. Fairy Tale is the one that I will watch over and over again. The two bears are chasing me from their house. Two bears? I thought there were three bears. Yeah, well, a papa bear kind of wanted me to hang around. <laughs> Yeah, fairy tale is fun. It's like a like a pantomime that you'd see yeah. like on right. on British TV too. You know, mm -hmm. they, the the British pantomimes are famous during the holidays. But yeah, I, I love that. You know, they didn't go out on location. Like they just, you know, it's I, yeah. I like that the sign that says mud and it's pointing to where the mud would be. It's like there's like a little a cute little stage play. They didn't even like put a brown piece of cloth on the ground. Yeah, nope. it gave right. their budget a break that week. You know, they, yeah, they didn't have to spend a lot for the show. I really want to build one of those uh, horses with googly eyes so I could ride around on it. <laughs> that would be a great dragon con cosplay yeah <laughs> so chuck what's your favorite uh yeah it's it's hard elaine's right it's hard to pick one i almost went with the frodo's capers just because i love 
the protoscaper. But I think I'm going to say for my favorite, I'm going to say the devil and Peter Tork. Peter, this is a contract with the devil. I'm so glad I don't have to introduce myself. Because I, I don't think it's the funniest episode and it's not the most surreal episode. It's just it's just really charming. And it's it's hard. I mean, it sounds silly to say it's more down to earth than other monkeys episodes are. But like you know, like the devil has magic, but the monkeys, you know, they don't have you know, a regular monkeys episode. They can they can turn into gangsters and turn into cowboys and, and that sort of thing. But um, in this, you know, like, uh, you know, they're amazed by the devil's little tricks. It's like that's the kind of stuff you guys do every week, yeah. <laughs> you know, um, but it's, I think it's really sweet. I love the focus on Peter in that one. You know how musicians are here today, gone tomorrow. That's very true. I'm a musician and I'm here today myself. Um, I think the song choices are excellent. You know, you've got Salesman, which I think works so well with the whole theme of, you know, that sort of Faustian deal with the devil. And then you've got No Time at the end, which I think works out perfectly after they've just been, you know, like he, he's, he's just been freed, you know? Yeah. Um, and, I, and I love that uh, the Salesman romp when they're in... And I love yeah. the whole the whole thing with the monkeys going to and then I love the joke about how you can't say and reportedly, you know, the reason this episode was it was it was filmed early in the season and then it was released later in the season, you know, because of the they're poking fun at the censors and it took some time to get it <laughs> to get it out. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just it's, I think it's just a really charming, sweet episode. And I love Mike's speech at the end. The power of that love was inside of Peter. It was in, inside of him from the first. And it was that kind of power that, that made Peter able to play the harp. About how the music was inside uh, Peter all along and about how, you know, all you need is love, which ties in so well with that sort of youth culture of the 60s. But also, I think, with the story of the monkeys, too, because I mean, you can imagine these guys, you know, they in a sense, sold their soul to the corporation to, you know, for the, for the fame of being the monkeys and had yeah. to, had to fight to be able to make their own music and to do their own thing. And I think it, it works really well as sort of a, you know, like, um, a metaphor for the monkeys. Yeah. A metaphor for what the monkeys were and how, you know, the music was inside them all along, you know, they didn't, they didn't need the corporation. I mean, I'm, it helped, but you know, yeah. that, that when it came down to it, they really can play and they really can sing and they really can write and they're really talented guys. And I don't know, I, I think it's a sweet episode and I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, I had that one on my list because I had picked three from each season and mm. that was one of my three from season two, but. <laughs> so, so you had like a fifth of the show on your list. I, I, well, I, I think. Well, and also when I was out because I was looking at the list of all the episodes because I'm bad about remembering episode titles. Uh, mm -hmm. I would just be like the one where the cowboys. I don't right. Know the name of, you know. Right. Yes. Exactly. I, and and I did not somehow in my brain did not realize I knew it was only two seasons, but they had so many episodes mm -hmm. per season. That I guess when I was younger, like when I was playing on MTV, I thought it had been on for years because there's like 30 something episodes in the first mm -hmm. season. And that's a lot of episodes to choose from. Too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You and know, today that would be like five seasons on Netflix. Yep. Right. Right. And so I, had, I really was like, how do I break that down? <laughs> <laughs> Those old TV shows ran for so long in reruns, like the Adams family is that way. The Adams family has two seasons, you know, mm. but you think of the Adams family of, as running for years, you know? Oh, I don't think I knew it only had two seasons. <laughs> yeah. Yet. There's so, so many I mean, of those old shows in the sixties that didn't run very long, but they ran long in reruns. Well, and then of course, back in 1986, I did not have IMDB to go type into and look up <laughs> everything. I just had right. to, you know, right. 
just look at all these new things I can watch. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So I was laughing earlier when Chuck was talking about um, turning into cowboys and gangsters because uh, my favorite, and I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's the first one that came to mind mm-hmm. um, is, is monkeys in a ghost town. Yep. And, and they miss a gas station by 150 miles <laughs> and then somehow are suddenly in the middle of a ghost town. Where is everybody? This place looks like a ghost town. <laughs> Very relatable. Yes, absolutely. And then they'll randomly turn into cowboys and randomly turn into gangsters. And then their clothes are all of a sudden changed after in the cell. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but it's just, the, it was the first one that came to my mind um, yeah. when, when, we were like, hey, what's your favorite monkeys episode? Mm-hmm. Uh, then later, as I was watching it, I was like, oh, wait, I, I like the one where Julie Newmar's in it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I love that one too. Yep. Uh, what what is that called? Uh the one with the one with Julie Newmar in it? Yeah. Oh, what is the title on that one? Let me think. Um someone's yelling at us as they're listening to this. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Don't ask trivia questions in the middle of the show. <laughs> <laughs> We should know this one. I'm not very good at riddles. Uh, and because I was looking at the list of the episode titles yesterday, and I remember seeing Julie Newmar, and I was like, "Oh, I like that one too." Because weren't they all? You know, it's stupid. Four guys mooning over the same girl. Yeah, they were all in love with her. They were trying yeah. to like woo her, and one of them was. Was that the laundromat episode? Was that the laundromat episode? Okay, yeah. Don't you think she's a little tall for you? Well, she didn't seem to mind. Yeah, well, she wouldn't mind. She didn't know you're alive. Hey, come on, come on, guys. Before we say something, we're gonna regret. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm trying to get it confused with there was one episode with the operator lady who yeah. they were so concerned she was gonna do something terrible to herself, and we have to go rescue. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, um, specifically because of the romp and and watching her interact and be like the cool Julie Newmar that she is. And monkeys are just being doofuses all around her. It was and she she thought nothing of it. Ab- absolutely at all whatsoever. She's just like, mm, that's how it is. I wonder what it'd be like going through life with a girl like that. I'm yeah, cool. yeah. That's, that probably happens to Julie Newmar a lot. But yeah, it was the monkeys <laughs> get out more dirt. Oh, that, that the laundry theme. Yes. Oh, there, yeah. we yeah. Yeah. there we go. Yeah. Okay. I cheated. <laughs> <laughs> that that is a great one, and that's I mean it's iconic because Julie Newmar is in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the monkeys in a ghost town, though, is it's a good I think early monkeys example of just the monkeys. You know, for one, it's nice that they're out in the studio and then they're out like at a at a location in that one. But I mean, it's like the monkeys just just going out and getting into an adventure, and they just you know randomly wind up in a ghost town, and there's um, you know gangsters there. But it's <laughs> I love that. Uh, Rosemary and Lon Chaney Jr. in that episode. You ain't the, ain't the big man. And the big woman, the big man's wife. <laughs> because they're like two just legendary performers and, you know, frankly, past their prime in their career. And I love that they they just turn up on the monkeys and, yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, they got the, the monkeys are having to escape from Rosemary and Lon Chaney Jr., who are two performers I've loved my entire life and I don't think of in the same sentence often <laughs> no, <laughs> because yeah, i know no. them for very different things but um and also i used to follow rosemary on twitter and she was hilarious before she passed and she uh I, she um i followed her on facebook she would post on facebook yeah. too her, her daughters still post stuff on mm. facebook yeah she had like an 80 year career in, in entertainment yeah. which was it's, it's phenomenal from the time that she was little rosemary yeah. baby rosemary 
Well, and her other monkeys episode was also on my season one short mm. list. The the monkey mother, right? Where she played the lady, and they kind of looked up to her as a mother figure. I really liked that episode because again, it was a sweet episode where she had a moment with each of the boys. You know, just like I wish you were my kids, and kind of you know, it gave them some validation. They weren't mm-hmm. just long haired hippies. Right. This old lady yeah. liked them and thought they were cool. So, so because yeah. they mentioned um, something about her being a mother. Uh, in that episode, so which which one came first, or I guess which one was filmed uh, first? The monkeys and a ghost, I would think, would have come first because it was like early, early in the show. Because I think that was, I think, monkeys in a ghost town was the first time that they were off their sets and like out on location, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and like they weren't in the pad or anything. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know which episode. Um, that would be hilarious. <laughs> if they're referencing back to it. Yeah. Yeah. Or referencing forward to it or not. <laughs> yeah. Not meaning to, but they did. <laughs> and I'm sure yeah. the song Rosemary is not oh, yeah. about Rosemary, but I like to pretend it is. <laughs> I, I was thinking it was. I, I don't think it is. I think it's just a song called Rosemary, but I to me it is. To me too. I've decided. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to albums because albums are pretty far reaching and there's all kinds of um various releases of the albums um not necessarily the specific albums but there's all kinds of like there's like the classic like what is it five or so and then there's all of these no i think there's not what nine original studio adam albums one two three one two three four five six seven eight well it depends on if you're counting like changes where it just mm-hmm. davy and mickey but yeah. they're still the monkeys. Yeah, I st- I'll still count that as one of the original studio albums, you even know, though it's so. it's basically just Mickey and David. I think they were in New York and just like yeah. dropped into it's like the con- contractual obligation album. But um, yeah, I'll if still you, count changes as one of them. I think if I'm counting right, and if you count the the most recent Christmas album, there's 13. That also includes the head soundtrack. Right, but that's that's with Pool It and Justice, and yeah, yeah. I'm, I was I was just thinking of the original, the original, the original then, '60s albums. Six, seven, eight, nine. Yay! Yeah, nine. Okay, so I mean, and we and our favorites don't have to be the original nine. If your favorite is Pool It, then you can say your favorite's Pool It, and no, no <laughs> oh, well, one will judge no, you. No, my, no, my favorite album is not Pool It. <laughs> okay, so it's your favorite. I, my favorite is Pisces Aquarius Capricorn, mm-hmm. the one I can't pronounce, Capricorn right. and Jones Limited, because right. it, I because I also like picked a favorite song off of each album just because I didn't, you know, and that that one's a hard one to pick a favorite song from because there are just yeah a lot of good songs on that album. Yeah, I think, and I mean we're and we're talking about favorites, so it doesn't necessarily have to have to be the best, but I think this one is the best album in the Monkeys catalog. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's an incredible album. I think it's the one um, because we had gotten the the 50th anniversary like box set uh, mm-hmm. when that came out. And we did several road trips uh, that same year that we got it. And mm-hmm. I think that was probably the one that we listened to the most often. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 And I mean, just the the list of songs on Pisces is is phenomenal. And, and, and it's amazing to me how far into the album you get before you have a Mickey Dolan's lead vocal. Huh? Yeah, which is so unusual for a monkey's record, you know. Right. See, I used to like a lot, like a lot of the Davy songs because mm-hmm. I was a Davy girl. And then as I, you know, got older, it's like appreciate the other stuff. But then as I was looking through a list of songs, I was like, oh, but I do remember that. So I was kind of like I was reminiscing, <laughs> and it was nostalgic because I was like, oh, I used to be like all daydreamy listening to that song. <laughs> 
you know, although some of them are a little cheesy now. Yeah. That's right. Love it. it. I was having fun remembering, like, being in middle school and high school listening to some yep. of the songs. Yeah. The ones that I was listening to when I was young or you're basically like like Pleasant Valley Sunday, like the hits or the ones that were right. playing on the oldie station when I was a kid. Because I wasn't super into the monkeys. I just was into the oldie station. Mm-hmm. But um, I've, I've fallen in love with this album in the, in the last few years. And it, um, I love how much influence that Mike has on this album. Yeah. And I mean, even the Davy songs on I mean, like She Hangs Out or Cuddly Toy are just iconic songs. You know, love She Hangs Out. <laughs> I wish. And I, I mean, it's good that Peter got. Um, you know, like the co-lead on words, but I, mm-hmm. I wish they had done for Peter, like, like the Beatles always did for Ringo, where you always had a Ringo song that was right, for right. Ringo and it suited him. And I wish Peter had more of that on the monkeys records. Cause I think oftentimes, um, what about me? I mean, like, per, like Peter Percival, Peter Percival Patterson's <laughs> pet pig Porky, <laughs> you know, you wouldn't think of as a great monkey song. Cause it's not a song. No, <laughs> you know? no it's not. It just funded one around the house screaming and annoying your mother. Yeah, when and when we're before we do puppet shows, we'll we'll often do things like we'll we'll do use Zilch or Peter Patterson that sort of thing like as warm ups because yeah. yeah, I'm I'm wondering yeah. how many of those little cute things started off as like vocal warm ups. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <You know>? probably. <laughs> My brain is so slow sometimes. I just now realized the other day. I think I was like washing dishes or something. Where Seven A Records got their name from? <laughs> I am that slow sometimes. I didn't, okay. it was one of those things that I didn't put it together. And I think Daydream Believer came on and it's like, what record is this? Seven, Seven A. Oh, oh, okay. I get it. Now, I just, <laughs> you know, I guess my brain is way more in monkey mode the past few weeks than it has been. And I just finally made that connection. So. <laughs> I, I considered doing Pisces, but I figured somebody else would probably do Pisces. Um, which I think Pisces is the best album, but I'm going to say for my favorite, I'm going to say headquarters because headquarters is, I mean, for one, it's the the first time, you know, the the first two albums they had basically no control over. I mean, Mike produced a couple of songs, you know, a few Mike tracks on there that he'd written, but, um, by the time of headquarters, they really had a lot more control over the songs and the song selection and, and, and they got to play, you know, I, I mean, I think, um, Chip Douglas plays bass, but mm-hmm. aside from that, the monkeys are playing all over that album. And if they just, it's like these guys that were cast to play a band on a TV show, and then they get to become the band. And if, I mean, right. I don't think it's, it's not the most polished album they put out, you know, because you don't have the studio musicians, mm-hmm. it, but it has more of like a garage band feel to it. And I think it's just such a, like a joyous, fun album. And it's so much fun to listen to. And it, I mean, there's a great collection of songs on there. And I think it's it, it's such a contrast to those early albums. And then you get into the later albums and you have, you know, the, they're working with the studio musicians. But this one is just like pure monkeys. Mm-hmm. And I, it's also I, one of my favorite covers. The album cover? Yeah. Okay. I like it a lot. Do you? I do. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I have it on a t-shirt, but it's missing Mike. Oh, because they when they one of the tours they did a tour T-shirt, and they did it with just Mickey, Peter, and Davy, because that's all who was on the tour. Oh, okay, mm, yeah. Okay, so they like redid it, or yeah, I'll have to pull it out and look at it. But yeah, it was um a show that like they, they did re- at they re- so they like reshot it, or like they 
took him out of the original picture. I think they took him out of the original picture. Okay. I'd That's really go back strange. And look at the show. Yeah. 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 Okay. That's fun. Yeah. <laughs> so my, my favorite is Good Times. It's the it's the one that unnecessarily introduced me to the monkeys because I heard the monkey songs. Um, but I hadn't really heard of them or seen the TV show because I was born in 85. So I missed all of the 80s recap of the monkeys um so good times was kind of like my first monkeys album um so a lot of those were the ones i was jamming to before i was jamming to the others so uh, i i really enjoy i really enjoy good times Mm -hmm. and it's it's really awesome that this band that's not a band uh 50 years later is putting out an album with all of the original members having a song on it, mm-hmm. not necessarily all alive, but you know, they all had uh, pieces, contr- contributions towards it. Right. Yeah. And I think on this one, there was at least one where all Mike Mickey and Peter all, all sing on it. Wasn't there? Mm-mm. No, no. I mean, I love to love um, Mickey and Peter did background vocals on it, but the way it's mixed, like, if no one told me that I wouldn't have figured it out on my own, mm. you know? Yeah. Right. I mean, it's amazing. I think that good times is as good as it is for being 2016, you know, when that, when that album came out mm-hmm. and, and given how, you know, their working relationships between them had been over the last, you know, 47 years, basically, <laughs> you know, that yeah. the fact that they got something that's as cohesive and as good as good times, I think is, is, is pretty amazing. And it, I think the guys at Rhino did a great job and then, and they were really smart bringing in Adam Schlesinger yes. um, because he just gets it, you know, and because, you know, as a fan, you, you want to put on the new monkeys album and hear the monkeys. You yeah. don't want to hear them doing, you know, like um, uh, Tommy James put out an album recently that had, and it was, it was all right, but it was a lot of like covers of his songs with rappers on it and stuff like that. And it's like, that's, <laughs> not what I'm looking for. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like if I'm looking for, if I'm listening to a monkey's album, I want it to sound like a monkey's album. And the fact that I think it was really smart that they went back to a lot of unfinished tracks mm-hmm. and right. then you're going between the new songs and the unfinished tracks. So then you have to sort of make it cohesive. So the new, the new tracks need to sound, you know, like they, they flow. And I, it, the amazing thing about that album is that you can just throw it into your monkey's playlist. And I think if a casual like listener wouldn't mm-hmm. notice that there's 50 years between a lot of those songs until you get to some of the, some of the voices have more age in them, but right. not a big disappointment, but a disappointment I think is that, or a missed opportunity was that I think a lot of monkeys fans were looking for a track kind of like free as a bird. You know, like when the mm-hmm. Beatles took an old John Lennon demo and then they all, they finished yeah. it and they all sang on it. So you have all of them singing together and you really don't get that in good times. Right. Um, which love to love is a good song, but it's not, free as a bird you know and it's not yeah, all the monkeys yeah, singing together yeah. but um that aside i think it's it's just a great album and and i think that uh wasn't born to follow is the best peter torque vocal of his career oh, in yes. my opinion yeah i think yeah. He, that was a, a fantastic song mm-hmm. yeah yeah and it's not like um like when they did pool it you could tell it was the monkeys but it's also very 80s oh yes mm-hmm. very 80s monkeys. <laughs> very 80s i mean i like I one song it. on there <laughs> One time I was, Chuck was like, which CD do you want to put in? Whatever. And he pulled, he pulled out the pool at one and stuck it in. I was like, what? Well, to be funny, cause she doesn't like pool it. So often we'll be in the car and she'll, I'll say, what do you want to listen to? And, and she'll say oh, anything by the monkeys. And so I'll put on pool it just to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Now, now I, I listened to it on repeat when I, when I first got it, because mm. that's what I do with all new music that I've right. ever done since I was a kid. But now I have a hard time listening to it a little bit now. Cause I was kind of like, Oh, that, that was, that was where good time does kind of fit in with the rest oh, yeah. of it. Like you, 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 you know, wouldn't necessarily know that it came out in 2016 oh, instead yeah. of the late 60s. So yeah, it does a good job with that. And it's amazing that Mickey sounds the way he sounds still. Mm-hmm. I mean, he sounds older, but he doesn't sound 50 years. He doesn't sound like he's in his 70s. You know, no, like it's no. it's phenomenal. Because I will say when I went and saw Davy Jones back in 2004 um, solo, he had a little bit of the mm-hmm. old man wobble. If you want to sure, call it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. he put on a great show and he was great, but it was like, yeah. I can tell you are an older gentleman mm-hmm. singing, you know, yeah, he, yeah. In, yeah. Yeah. And like, I love Paul McCartney, but Paul McCartney today does not sound like young Paul McCartney, no, you know, no. like he, yeah. and, and I don't expect him to, he's, he's in his seventies now, you know, right, like I, right. people get old, you know, yeah. but oh yeah, um, yeah. Mickey is, uh, his voice is held up amazingly well. Yeah, it is. He also had an extremely young voice to begin with. True, he did. He did. Well, I was going to say, especially he can still go so high. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that he can still do that. <laughs> and he's such a performer; he performs the songs. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. I remember. Um, this is in relation to good times when we got to see him and Peter. They were in Peachtree City. Um, I remember watching Mickey jumping all over the stage in 2016. And I, uh, Chuck and I were like, we're exhausted just like watching him <laughs> jump all over the stage. Yeah. And we're sitting here in our seats. and We're like, what is he doing? <laughs> yeah, he's all over the place. Yeah. 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 I think the most still I ever saw him was at the Mickey and Mike show last mm. year. I mean, he but that may have been. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to not is... quite call as much attention to Mike. Not really. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you know. I mean, you know, you're right. Cause when we saw, when we, the, the last few shows we've seen him and he's been a lot more subdued compared to that first time we saw him, but you're right. It might, it might be because, you know, because Mike's there, or it might just be that he's five years older and you know, True. it catches up with you. you know? yeah. <laughs> yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. It can catch up with you very suddenly too. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to getting to see him again soon. Oh yeah. Yeah. So Favorite albums, yay. Mm-hmm. Okay, favorite songs. I know this is this is gonna be really hard for all of us. Yes, and these yes, are not final lifetime answers. So <laughs> <laughs> we, we all can change our minds by the next podcast. And that's he's fine. saying that because he knows what mine is. I don't, but I know I'm saying that because <laughs> I've probably got 20 options to pick from. <laughs> oh, I do, I do too. And like I said, well, I, I looked at all the different albums and like I picked a favorite song from each album, but right. so I narrowed it down to well 13 if you're including the new <laughs> one. But I still I'm kind of like going, how do I Mm-hmm. pick a favorite from those i mean it's just i don't know it's really hard because you... like there's on almost every cd with obvious exceptions especially from the 80s um <laughs> you're like this is a great song oh this one's a great song and this one's a great song you just do that throughout the entire album for almost yeah. Oh, yeah. almost all of them it's very yeah. rare that you're like eh, i'll skip this song like laugh i'll skip we, we need to do a least favorite sometime also because i'll skip laugh every time <laughs> okay uh, see I'm, that's why there's different I, people i skipped the theme song okay but only because well because i watched the tv show so much when it was on repeats and stuff it would just 
I heard it over and over. And I know a lot of the songs have heard over and over again, but there's someone about the theme song. I'm just kind of like, yeah, we get it. Through. Here, here you come walking down my street. Can I do fourth the episode now, please? <laughs> um, I would get tired of it. <laughs> Not that I don't like it. I just got tired of it. Yeah. It was, sure. That, yeah. That, I, I, I can, I can yeah. see that, especially if it's like, I want to see the next episode. I just mm-hmm. watched this like on the last rerun that I watched. And they would do like marathons. And so it would yeah. be like five, six episodes in a row. And it's kind of like, okay, I'm tired of the theme song. <laughs> yes. I yeah. just want to watch the next episode. I want to see what's going to happen next. Yeah. yeah. I, can, so, I can see that. Yeah. Okay. okay. So Elaine, what are, it sounds like you have at least 13 favorite songs. I'm so not going to managed... go all 13. <laughs> uh, um, it's going to be a long show. Uh, yeah, no, no. Um, and there, there usually is a theme with my song, my favorite song, the most of them are Mike's songs. Um, Love is Only Sleeping. She looked at me. Mm. So pretty. Um, Pisces Aquarius, Capricorn, Jones Limited. Um, Circle Sky. I just love Circle Sky and I'm going to try to do top three and listen to the band. Play the drum a little louder Tell me I can live louder If I only listen to the band That's a fun one. That one's a really fun one and it always gets me because they like cut off and then you think they're done and then they just come right back. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I also like Zoran Zam. I'll put a non-mic song in there. But okay, yeah, that's Zoran Zam yeah. is one I wouldn't expect to hear is on on a favorites list. I mean, I, I like it just fine. Yeah, yeah, yes. Circle Sky, um, which I never really got into that much. I mean, it, it was fine, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, until the Dolan sings Nesmith version, and I love the Dolan sings Nesmith version. It's so great! Song. It's so awesome. Yeah. yeah, no, I, I've always liked Circle Sky. Like it would, you know, I would it, that was always been one of my favorites. But um, and I don't know why these songs are my favorite. They just yeah, a, a lot, for me a lot. It's the melody or just the music because mm-hmm. I'm hard of hearing, so I don't always know lyrics to songs because I don't understand them mm. um, yeah. because I can't hear them. It's just like blah 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 blah, you know. And so I may know the chorus, but I don't know. Yeah the 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 verse because the chorus is repeated enough where it's like i start picking up words so yeah. some of them maybe like well they have, that song has weird words i don't know i just <laughs> like the way it sounds like yep. on american I'm Dance Band, it's got a good beat and you can dance to it that's yeah you know? <laughs> absolutely yeah so all right chuck you're up okay so if i have to pick one and i don't have to pick one but if, <laughs> if i went into this thinking that i did so <laughs> if i have to pick one i'll go tapioca tundra because I, I just i love that song and i love i mean it's just a mark of a great song that there's such different versions of that song out now and i just love mm-hmm. every one of them i love the story behind it and i love the poetry of the lyrics and it's such a part of the monkey story because mike wrote that song after they performed together in concert for the first time you know so it's yeah. i love the original version um, but I also really love the slower version that Mike does and, and like the demo, 
And I know that he did the slower version on in the on the tour, and I wish that there was a good studio version of that as well because I love that. But then, I mean, they they did the version on Dolan Sings Nethmas is great too. That that's sort of um, like ELO sounding, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. But I, it just works so well in in every single version that I've heard, and uh, it's, I think it's just a great song. Yeah, I, I'm gonna be the weird one coming from the the newest album, but I really like um, our own world. We're in our own uh just because i really relate to it a lot because it, it, it reminds me of chuck and i because i'm adorable um and because we're always in our own world and and we're hanging out and doing our own thing and um so i i it really makes me smile and but of the of the classic songs um probably i'm a believer and daydream believer are, are, are my two favorite of the classics. Those are great songs. Yeah. 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 I, I feel bad now that you have like a sweet answer for in our own world because you told me that earlier and I said, really? <laughs> you didn't know that was our song? I knew it was our song, but I wouldn't have picked it as a favorite monkey song. Anyway, I mean, it's a good song and Adam Schlesinger wrote that song. Yeah. And yeah, um, I'm a believer in Daydreamer Believer are both also great. So now I feel bad that I picked one and everyone else picked three. Okay. Well, what, what are some of your other favorites, John? <laughs> okay. Some of, some of my other favorites. Um, I'm going to try to pick them that aren't like the top 10 hits. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, I love going down. In the river with a saturated liver and I wish I could forgive her, but I do believe she meant it when she told me to forget it. And I bet you will forget it when you find me in the morning, wet and drowned. And the world gets round. Going down. Going Down is a great yeah. song. Oh, Mickey has song. so yeah. much fun singing that too. Yeah. yeah. And you know, oh, you know what I'll say? Um, oh, I'm going to blank on the title now because I'm not prepared. Um, I'm betting it's a Mike song where mm -mm. the title is not in it. Mm -mm. Okay. So while, <laughs> while Chuck is figuring that out, um, I'm going to tell a story about Going Down. So when, this is actually going back to when we saw them in 2016. Um, by the stage, they had designated this like dancing area, which is awesome because I really hate when people stand up and dance in front of you when you have to sit down and you can't stand up all the time. And I hate blocking other people, but I love to get up and dance. Yeah. I did not get up and dance at that show. I was too nervous. Um, <laughs> but there was a girl that was up there that was dancing and she had on her Mickey's poncho and and um, he like Mickey went over and like put the mic up to her and she just like, she was going through it and it was that really yeah. it was the really really fast part and yeah he, he left it there for for a bit because he was like she knows this that's what <laughs> i would not have been able to do that because oh. I, I, I stumble over it oh yeah but she i i think he saw that she knew it um yeah. before he came over there and and yeah but that was an amazing thing and i wish that had been me but it wasn't but it was an amazing story about going down <laughs> So back Chuck. Okay. So the, I'll, yeah, the song I couldn't think of was me without you. And I think that me without you is just such a surprising song. And um, because I mean, it, it comes off of instant replay and I actually uh, instant replay. I don't like the first half of the album very much, but I think <laughs> yeah. the second half is great. I think if they would have flipped the first half and the second half, and this had been the opening track, I think it would have been a much better album. Um, but yeah, I think it's just great. And it's just rocking. I don't know if I know that one that much. Hang on. I think I picked the wrong one now. God bless Me America. You. No. no, it's you and I. That's why that's why I was thinking it was me without you. It's you and I. You 
without you is a cute song. Yeah, but it's not the one I was talking about. It's very Davy. Yeah, I, but I'm not going to pick that. <laughs> <laughs> so the one I was thinking of was was you and I. And I just I love that song. Oh, OK, and, um, it's, it's just a it's just a rocking like a scorching song for the monkeys. And it's so surprising. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, like in the first time you come to that song and it's just like this like searing guitar. And it's just like, wow, I'm listening yeah. to the monkeys. Yeah. This is amazing. <laughs> All right. So this one, this 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 last part is going to be uh, probably a little bit quicker than the other parts. Favorite monkey. We're going to go in the same order. Yes. Um. I, mm, mm. We got to choose for it. Okay. One, two, three. I'll go with Davey. I lost. Just because he was my original favorite. Mm, yeah. Okay. He was the original favorite. Yeah. Well, I feel bad because there's three of us. So what if we, if we all pick all but one of them? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What's your pick, Chuck? Ah, uh, I'm going to pick. Peter and Mike. Say, you sound like you know show business. <laughs> <laughs> because um, I think Peter didn't didn't often get his due on the records, and I wish I, I think that he wouldn't have left the monkeys as quick as he did if if he had songs, you know, yeah. um, right? Like like and I mean, people give him a, give Peter a hard time because he's just, he's not quite the vocalist. I mean, he's a, a fantastic multi instrumentalist. Mm-hmm. But he's in a band with Mickey Dolan's Mike Nesbitt and Davy Jones. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like I think yeah, most, yeah. most singers would, um, you know, those are just gr- like three great, very distinctive voices. Um, mm-hmm. But when he does get a lead vocal, I think he's he's really good. And he's got a sweet voice and a, just a, a sweet demeanor. And then Mike, you know, I mean, he's the songwriter of the group. He's, you know, it, you get kind of a feeling with Mike that he's a little too cool to be there most of the time. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Um, <laughs> The selfish, conceited, overbearing one. Oh, with the Texas accent. That's the one. I mean, I just, I love his songwriting and I love his craft. And and I mean, and frankly, I don't know if the monkeys would have pushed to do their own thing more if Mike hadn't been there. And I don't I mean, think they would have. The show no, may have run have. longer if Mike hadn't been there. But I mean, you wouldn't be talking I don't think about. They yeah, they would have made the same impact. No, I don't. I, I don't think they would no. have pushed you know, to, to break out of that original monkey's mold if Mike hadn't been there and, and been leading the way. Yeah. So um, I'll say Peter and Mike for my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) So he did that because he knows that my favorite is Mickey. You gotta be kidding. (laughs) I I am always drawn to the hilarious one, as you can tell, based on who I married. You better off with Peter. Um, But yeah, um, I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm nothing like his character that he, he plays on the monkeys, but um, I, I feel like if there was a monkey show, I could, I could play the Mickey part. I have the crazy hair for it. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I have the crazy brown hair and I could do the weird, crazy faces because my, my face is extremely expressive and I love going over the top. So yeah. And you already have a poncho. I already have a poncho. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm halfway there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mickey is great. And I think the one of the reasons the monkeys have made it to now is because of Mickey. Because I mean, you look at I mean the, the interpersonal relationships with the monkeys, you know, I, I know a lot of fans like to think that there really are like 
all best friends who think of each other as brothers, no. but that's not often been the case over the, the 50 years. Mm-hmm. And some of the, you know, I mean, there's four guys from different backgrounds who got a job together. Yeah. You know, they didn't sign up to be lifelong friends, but it seems to me that like everybody gets along with Mickey, yep. Mickey gets along with everybody. And then the others mm-hmm. at, to varying degrees over the years, get along with one another, you know, and, and, and every version of the right. monkeys, right. Mickey's there. Yeah. You know, he's in the original four. Yeah. He's in the three after Peter leaves. Yeah. He's in the two after Mike leaves. You know, when they come back as the yeah. three keys, he's he's there. When it's just the Mike and Mickey show, he's there. When it's just, yeah. you know, it's, it, when it's just him and Peter, he's, it's, he's like Mickey is like the constant of the group. And I love that Mickey Dolan just shows up in rock documentaries and 60s documentaries. And he's never seems like mm-hmm. he's over it. He never like he's just always just thrilled to be at the party. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 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 We were um, we were watching something that we thought was going to be about the monkeys, but it was actually a uh, like a thirty minute infomercial from Time Life, and we and Mickey, Mickey was one of the people that was like talking about it, and, and you know, it was in this living room, and and it was this other like reality pert star yeah. person there with him, and I was like, I don't know who she is, but this is about Mickey, so we just sat there and watched this. Time life infomercial. Yeah, this is like two days 60s. ago, and it wasn't even the monkeys. It was like on the on the little on the little screen. You know, when you see like the menu, you scroll through. Yeah, the guide, and it was I don't I don't remember now what bands it was, but it listed a couple of like '60s bands, and I was like, oh, let's well, so watch this little half hour thing about '60s bands. But no, it was uh, Mickey Hawkin, um Time Life '60s <laughs> collections, and I was like, hey, Mickey's on this, and it was just clips of '60s songs. So we just sat and watched it for half an hour. Yep. <laughs> yep. Yep. Peter Noon from Home and Homage, he pops up like that yes. in different places. It's just like, hi, let's talk about 60s music. And it's like, right. okay, Peter <laughs> Noon, you know. Well, you get those guys. I mean, like David Crosby is a good example of a guy who's just cynical about everything and just mm. too cool for everything. And you know what I mean? And then Mickey's like the opposite end of the spectrum where he's just like, he had a great time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Allegedly. Time. Yeah. It was down. Oh, I had a good time. But was, I like- yeah, okay. I'm leaving that in. I'm leaving my singing in. <laughs> she sang him to death. All right, Chuck, you wanted to do another, if you like the monkeys then. Yeah, yeah. If you like the monkeys, another band that you might like, and the one I did last week, Groovy Movies, has a very like '60s monkey sound to them. And this band doesn't have quite the '60s monkey sound. They really sound more like Jellyfish, but they really feel like the monkeys to me in the music. And it's a band called Streetcar Conductors. Mm, yes, um, and it, it's not as throwback retro as some other bands I may mention in the future. But they, the thing about them that makes me think of the monkeys, they, you have this like these just great hooky melodic pop songs that with really upbeat really fun um really sort of bubblegum pop type music but contrasted with sort of darker like nihilistic lyrics you know where it's like <laughs> oh, okay why oh why am i alive la 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 <laughs> you know uh which i mean makes me think of monkey songs like cuddly toy or daddy's song or um mm-hmm. even pleasant valley sunday that have this sort of tinge of nihilism to them and depression and you know dealing with real feelings but set to these really upbeat, fun, happy songs. And Streetcar Conductors, uh, their debut album was called The Very Best of Streetcar Conductors. It came in t- out in 2018. They've had a few singles out since then, but they're still active. They're still going. Um, so I, I recommend that. And you know, if you're going to try two songs, I would start with the, 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 the first song on the album, uh, Pushover, which is great. Yes. And um, if you're only going to try one song, I would skip to later in the album, a song called The Absurdity of Life, yes. which is... Uh. 
one of my favorite songs of the last probably 10 years. It's just, I just love that song and I just love their style. And if you like the monkeys, you may also like streetcar conductors. So that's my recommendation this week. All right, cool. So uh, we're going to wrap this up a little bit. Hopefully our next episode will include some audio clips from the uh, Beach Boys cruise, which includes Mickey Dolan's, which is pretty much the main reason we decided to go on this, our first cruise. So um, we, we hope you'll stick around and look out for our next episode. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be like monkeying around at sea. Yeah. <laughs> our chronicle of our adventures. Yeah. <laughs> there better be pirates. <laughs> I don't want there to be pirates. <laughs> I don't think there are pirates in Nassau. So you want to go to sea, do you? Oh, no, I don't want to go to sea. <laughs> sure you do. So, Elaine, where can people find more of you on the internet? Um, well, you can find us on Twitter at monkeying around. Yeah. Um, I take care of that. So that's where you'll find me. <laughs> awesome. And uh, how about us, Chuck? Feltdirty.com. <laughs> Which takes you to our Facebook page. Woohoo! Yeah. Yep, yep. And if you happen to be in the Atlanta area around April the 10th, you can see us at the Red Light Cafe um, doing the uh, Sinful Sundays variety show, which is a burlesque drag. We do puppets, if you're new to us. Uh, we, as felt nerdy, we perform puppets and we do both a family friendly things and we also do uh, not family friendly things. And this is a not family friendly thing. Yes. So uh, if you're an adult and would like to drink and watch drag and puppets, then that's where we'll be. Yep. <laughs> All right, everybody, keep monkeying around. <laughs> the end. <laughs> Thanks for monkeying around with us. Be sure to like and subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, and monkeyingaround.com. Uh, hey, look, we got a split. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>